I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Thursday, June 29th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Peak Pals, this is more of a PSA than anything, but Environment Canada released air quality statements affecting millions nationwide. They're advising that poor air quality will remain a problem for the next several days. Now, Toronto, always the show-off, had the world's worst air quality at certain points yesterday. So, Peak Pals, my only advice is that if you can, you should stay indoors. We hope everyone stays safe while these wildfires and the smoke affects so many of us. But stay safe, stay indoors, and we hope we can breathe easy. And hopefully this goes away pretty quickly. And again, always thoughts to all those who are suffering directly from these wildfires. They're terrible. Okay, we've got a great episode for you today for our first story. FTX is plotting a comeback. For our second story, job ads show a wage growth slowdown. And for our last story, Meta rolls out new social media safeguards. For our first story, in what would be the most shocking comeback since Michael Jordan returned to the NBA? You can pick either time that it happened. Bankrupt crypto exchange FTX wants a fresh start. Here's the plan for the troubled crypto exchange. Current CEO John Ray III has begun looking for interested parties to help revive its flagship international crypto exchange, per the Wall Street Journal. Now, some background. FTX collapsed in spectacular fashion last year after improperly using customer funds to prop up its sister crypto trading firm, Alameda Research. An estimate from the firm's new management estimates that FTX was missing almost $9 billion in consumer funds when it went kaput. Now, the planned relaunch comes at a dramatic time in FTX's bankruptcy proceedings. Management dropped a bombshell report with new allegations of the extent to which former CEO Sam Bankman-Fried, SBF, and staff misappropriated customer funds. The report reads, simply put, the FTX group made no meaningful distinction between customer funds and Alameda research funds. This matters because FTX management believes the firm is still a viable business and argues that a reboot could offer the best chance of raising the astronomical sum owed to customers. A new FTX could also potentially facilitate repayments to scorned customers by offering them stakes in the new entity and distribution of its in-house token FTT. Currently, FTX is struggling to recover SBF's $93 million in political donations while it sells off assets like derivatives exchange Ledger X for pennies on the dollar. To zoom out, if you're wondering what that little rascal SBF is up to, a New York court ruled that he must face all of the 13 criminal charges brought against him after he tried to avoid 10 of them. And the bottom line is that a reborn FTX would enter a new world where governments are now openly hostile towards crypto. Lawsuits are plentiful and regulation looms. Whether a biz like FTX could still thrive in this environment is a massive, massive question mark. For our second story, wage growth in Canada has been flying high this year to the point where it has actually outpaced inflation. But new data from Indeed suggests it could be coming back down to earth. Here's what's driving the news. Advertised pay rates for new openings have been steadily decelerating per Indeed, settling in at 4% year-over-year increase in May, down from a peak of 5.3% last August. Deceleration was mainly driven by slowing wage growth for higher-paying jobs. The tech sector, which is famous for throwing money at new hires, was a big culprit, posting fewer ads with stagnant salaries amidst cost-cutting and layoffs. Now, this all matters, as you can imagine, because the Bank of Canada has tabled hot wage growth as a big factor in sticky inflation. Steady deceleration creates a clearer path for reaching that 2% target inflation rate that the Bank of Canada has. 
The data could be an early sign that wage pressures are easing. Indeed, senior economist Brendan Bernard told The Globe, as pay rates, employers advertise serve as a starting point for actual rates, and generally they affect broader earnings trends. So it's interesting trends here. But wage growth is still high compared to pre-pandemic times, and a surge in unionized workers securing higher pay could lead to inflated wage growth numbers. Plus, if wage growth does drop off, but inflation sticks around, that's bad news for the average Canadian worker trying to keep up with still elevated prices. And for our third story, can you name anything scarier to Meta than the EU right now? I'll wait on that, although I could come up with maybe Elon Musk to Mark Zuckerberg. But here's what's happening with Meta in the EU. So Meta is rolling out new features aimed at users aged 13 to 17 that will give their parents more supervision and warn them to cool it with all the dang scrolling. New tools will give parents more insight into what their kids do on Messenger. Instagram will add a feature that kindly suggests putting down their phones if they're on reels late at night. And Facebook will advertise them to log off after 20 minutes. This matters because social media can harm young people's noggins. Many studies have linked social media use in adolescence with aggravated mental health issues and increased loneliness. Even internal studies from Meta concluded Instagram gives girls body issues. But to zoom out, the changes come after EU industry chief Terry Breton, who calls himself, quote unquote, the enforcer of the Digital Services Act, the DSA, threatened Meta with sanctions if it didn't strengthen its child protection measures by the time the DSA comes into effect in August. The warning was seemingly triggered by a recent report from the Wall Street Journal that exposed how Instagram is used to distribute child sexual abuse material. Meta was already slapped with a 405 million euro fine for letting minors display phone numbers and emails and automatically making their accounts visible to the public. Next, Meta and the EU agree to a stress test to see if the platforms live up to the EU's new content rules next month. These tweaks are likely only the beginning. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow us on your podcast app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thanks so much, Peak Pals, and have a safe, clean air day. Try not to go outside. <laughs>